I'll invite you tonight, if you have your Bibles, to take them, please, and turn to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. I just want to share a couple thoughts with you tonight, and then we'll get on to our award ceremony. John chapter 3. And all right, and let's, let's pay attention, young people. You know, uh, the more we interrupt, the longer this will take. And so let's listen, let's be keen, and let's be quiet. All right, John chapter 3. Before I read, I'd like to have a word of prayer and ask God's blessing on the word tonight. So let's bow together, let's pray together. Father, we love you. We thank you for the simple gospel message that anybody who trusts in Jesus can be saved. Lord, I pray that you'd help us, Lord, as we communicate that truth a little more tonight. Lord, that perhaps there's somebody who's been searching, looking for a Savior. Lord, to be forgiven of their sins. And I pray, Lord, that they'd find that in the person of Jesus Christ. I pray the Holy Spirit of God would quiet our hearts now. Help us to listen. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we had a great week this week, and we were talking about the Bible's heroes. Along with that, we had some things that were part of our decorating scheme. You can see some of the things up here. We have a, a Batman cape and a Spider-Man and Superman and the Hulk and, and some of these. I don't even know what all of them are. Some of them are uh, other, other characters. I think they're more modern. I grew up with Spider-Man and Batman and Superman, and that was about it. And uh, so some of these are more modern characters, I guess. And, and so we have a fatuation, don't we, with heroes. And really, in my mind, there's, there's two types of heroes, there's kind of imaginary heroes, isn't there? Those imaginary heroes are like the ones we just pointed out, Spider-Man, Superman. I, I hope there's nobody here. I, I'm not trying to shatter your childhood, but you understand those are not real. And uh, I was at a, a ball game a few weeks ago, the Akron Rubber Ducks. Sounds like a real tough baseball team, doesn't it? The Akron Rubber Ducks. I was with my friends, the Claytons, and with Emily and Matthew. And uh, we were there, and there was a fellow dressed up like Spider-Man. And I mean, it was a good outfit. It, was, it fit him well. He had muscles, kind of like me, you know. And uh, he just looked like the part, something off the movies, I guess. And there was a little boy in front of me. I suppose he was about six years old. And, and we had been communicating with him a little bit. He was a cute little guy. And he turned to me, and he says, I met the real Spider-Man. He was so excited. But, you know, those are, those are heroes of our imagination, aren't they? But then we have real-life heroes, too, don't we? When I think of real-life heroes, I think of firemen. Those that rush into danger. I think of policemen. My son's a policeman, and I, I think that's such a noble career. I, I like that idea that people want to serve. I think of doctors and nurses and paramedics. My daughter is starting school in a couple weeks to be a paramedic. And, and we, we think of uh, those that, that are saving people's lives. I think of soldiers. We have some soldiers in our congregation, Mr. Biggs and Mr. Ferrier and others that, that served our country and were willing to give their lives to be a help and a blessing to us that we might have freedom. And so we have some imaginary heroes and we have some real life heroes. But you know, both of those heroes, whether they're imaginary or they're real life heroes, they have something in common. All right? And here's some of the things that they have in common. They are here to save the day. Would you agree with that? Well, I, I don't know how it is now, but when I was a boy, they used to put the bat signal in Gotham. 
And here would come Batman to save the day, or Spider-Man would swoop in and save the day, and Superman and all the rest, and I suppose that's what a superhero does. And I I remember, you kids are too young to remember this, but the adults will remember 9-11. And I remember firemen running into those burning buildings, trying to save as many lives as they can. They are here to save the day. Not only that, here's the second thing those heroes all have in common. They are willing to lay down their life. A lot of those heroes that ran into those buildings did die that day. Just to save people's lives, they were willing to give their own lives. And here's the third thing they have in common. The reason they do those things is because they love people. I want to talk to you tonight for just a few minutes about Heaven's Hero. And if we're going to talk about heroes tonight, I want you to understand Heaven's hero has all those same characteristics. The Lord Jesus Christ is heaven's hero. John chapter 3 tells us that he came from above, that he was sent of God. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The Lord Jesus Christ came here, listen, to save us. The Bible says that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 3, if we were to read the very next verse in verse 17, it says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's heaven's hero. And just like all the imaginary heroes that we read about in cartoons or comic books and about real life heroes that that come to save the day, I want you to know the Lord Jesus Christ came to save your soul. He said, why do I need to be saved? What peril am I in? What kind of trouble am I in right now that I need to be saved? The Bible says this, the trouble that we are in is called sin. Everybody has sinned. I don't say that to put anybody down. I don't say that to discourage you tonight. Just like the video a moment ago, all we have to do is look around the world to see the mess that we're in. We are lost without Jesus Christ. And so Jesus Christ came to save us. Luke chapter 19, verse 10, we read the story of Zacchaeus. How many of you kids remember the story of Zacchaeus? Did you ever sing that song in Sunday school? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Zacchaeus was a tiny man, a short man, and when the Lord Jesus Christ was coming to town, he climbed up into a sycamore tree so that he could watch and see the Lord Jesus Christ, and when Jesus passed by, he said, Zacchaeus, come down. I want to come to your house today. And Zacchaeus understood what it was like to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, and when Christ forgave him of all his sins, Zacchaeus was a changed man. And he went and he gave back all those taxes he had collected illegally, the too much money, and he gave it back to those people that he had taken it from. And, and, and Jesus said, today is salvation come to this house for the son of man, referring to himself, is come to seek and to save that which is lost. You see, Zacchaeus realized he was a sinner and he needed to be saved. And that's where Jesus came in. Not only did Jesus come to save us like any other hero, Jesus was willing to lay down his life for us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
When the Bible says he gave him, it doesn't mean he just inserted him into this world, but he gave him as a sacrifice for our sins. You see, the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. That's the penalty. But none of us can afford that. In eternal separation from God, we can't pay that price. So Jesus Christ himself died on a cross. And he paid the price for our sins. The Bible tells us, furthermore, uh, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I think... Every child in this room understands. And and let me say this, parents that are here today, we unapologetically preach Jesus Christ. We preach that he is the only hope of a lost and dying world. We preach that he died a sacrificial death on a cross called Calvary, that he was buried, but he miraculously rose again because he is the son of God. He is God in the flesh and he is king of kings. We preach that and we believe that. And, and so we teach your children, and I'm not going to apologize for this, that you must put your faith in the finished work. You, you can't pay the price yourself. Jesus paid it for you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God commended his love toward us in that while we, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't die for himself. He paid the price for our sins. And if we put our faith and trust in him, He will save us. Well, the third thing we talked about, not only does a hero give himself and lay down his life, and not only does a hero come to save the day, but a hero does it because he loves people. The Bible says this, that the Lord Jesus Christ loves you. 1 John chapter 4 tells us that God is love. John 3, 16, that we've already read, for God so loved the world that he gave his son Jesus. And on and on we could go scripture after scripture. I also said Romans 5.8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. First John chapter 4 says, Beloved, what manner, of fa- what manner of love hath the Father bestowed upon us? God has given us his love and his name is Jesus. And Jesus willingly paid the price for your sins. When he died on the cross, here's why. Because he loves you. Friend, I can't stress you tonight enough. We, 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 we like to make believe. I'm going to be honest with you, kids. When I was your age, my favorite one was Spider-Man. Man, I liked Peter Parker. I enjoyed watching that Saturday morning cartoon. I don't even know if they have Saturday morning cartoons. They're all educational now. I liked Spider-Man. And, and that was my favorite. I liked how he swing through the, I could never understand how he could shoot webs and there was nothing to shoot him to, but he still managed to fly through it and save the day. I thought it was the coolest thing. And as I've grown older, I've learned to have a deep appreciation for the real heroes of society. I love our soldiers. The Canadian soldier that is willing to give his life to pay the price for freedom. I appreciate our firemen and our paramedics and our police officers and those that are willing to run into the line of fire to to protect us and to to help us when we have a need. But here's what I know for a, a fact. The greatest hero that ever lived is Jesus Christ. And he fulfills the role of a hero perfectly because he loved you so much that he paid the price for your sins that he might save your 
soul. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. Well, listen, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. I'm going to invite you for a moment just to bow your heads and close your eyes. Nobody's going to bug their neighbor. Nobody's going to poke anybody. We're all going to listen for a minute, both children and adult today. Let me ask you, do you know Jesus? Here's the thing. I I don't know all these superheroes that kids like today. I I don't know their names, all of them, some of them. But I suppose if they were real, if Superman were a real person, I think it would be easy to say, well, I'm going to trust in his strength. If, if Superman were my friend and he was standing here beside me and I, and I needed his help, I think I could trust in him. I mean, he can deflect bullets. He's got superhero strength. That's somebody I could trust in. As a matter of fact, if we were to have somebody here beside us and the church began to catch on fire and a fire truck pulled up to the front door and there was a fireman there and, and he were to say, here, I'm, I'm here to help you and I'm going to help you climb out this window or I'm going to take you to safety somewhere, I think we would say it is easy to trust him. He knows fires and he's, he's here to be a help and he's here because he loves people and he's, he's here to rescue us. And so we would trust what the fireman has to say. But so many today... We do have a real hero, and yet we don't trust him. Friends, it's not enough just to know that Jesus Christ exists. Let me ask you this. Have you trusted him to save your soul? All it takes is understanding that you, in fact, have sinned. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. I have sinned. And that because of that sin, there's a penalty But God paid that penalty by allowing his son to be the sacrifice for our sins, to pay the price. And by simply trusting in Jesus, he's willing to save you today. Is there somebody we could help today? I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Nobody's looking around. But if I could help you today, I'd like to. I mean this with all sincerity. You may say, well, I'm I'm just not comfortable in a room full of people to to do something like that and I understand that a lot of people you look around you don't know them we're going to be outside we're going to have a barbecue I want you to come and talk to me I want you to talk to one of the people from Bethel Baptist Church one of your children's teachers from Sunday school master clubs or VBS and they'd be more than happy to help you and show you what it means to have eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 for by grace That's God's gift. Are ye saved through faith? Simply by trusting in him. It's not of yourselves, but it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. In other words, we have nothing to brag about when it comes to heaven. It's all because of God's gift to us, his son Jesus. And you can be saved today. While our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, let me ask you, is there anybody say, Pastor, would you pray for me? I'm not sure that I've trusted Jesus and I'm on my way to heaven. If you could, would I like me to pray for you? Would you slip up your hands? I won't embarrass you. I promise you I'm not going to call you out. What could I pray for you tonight? I'm not sure I'm on my way to heaven. Would you pray for me? 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this group of young people. Thank you for the parents and grandparents here tonight. Lord, we pray that you just take this very simple gospel message. Lord, there truly is the greatest hero of all time was Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would just speak to our hearts and plant that seed and continue to allow it to grow. Lord, we'll thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.